This is Mind Mastery Week. Eight guests, 16 episodes over five days. With this special episode featuring Suraj Soda. Have you ever wondered what it takes to create a life that's free from the bonds of corporate slavery? Maybe you're already on that journey, but you're still figuring it out. This show aims to show you the way by sharing the real stories, strategies, tactics, trials and tribulations of freedom seekers at different stages of their journeys, from running a business on the side to serial entrepreneurs who've launched and scaled multiple multi-million dollar firms. Hello, I'm Craigie B. This is Corporate Escape Plan. Hey, hey, it's me, Craigie B, and welcome to the Corporate Escape Plan and our Spring 2020 Mind Mastery series of special episodes. So I'm really excited about today's guest. He's a returning guest, and this will be the third episode that we've published together. So his name is Suraj Soda. I first saw him speaking from stage at a marketing event in London in May 2011. He was emceeing at the event and we were lucky enough to connect during one of the breaks. And we've been in contact ever since. He's a lawyer turned internet entrepreneur. He's an international public speaker and he's spoken in front of well over 25,000 people across 12 countries over the last five years. And I happen to know he's been speaking to entrepreneurs from stage for a lot longer than that, having seen him doing it in 2011. So, subjects he loves talking about are how to work less, earn more, and love the lifestyle of being an entrepreneur. He's the founder of an award-winning WordPress website maintenance firm, and earlier uh, in 2019, he launched a new company called Design Hero. He also hosts the fabulous Entrepreneur Jam networking event in London, where he's hosted from stage such luminaries as Lord Karan Villamoria of Cobra Beer fame, Michael Heyman, MBE of Startup Britain, and property millionaire Paul Bassey, CBE. So, without further ado, I'm thrilled to welcome back Suraj, and hi, Suraj, welcome back. Hi, Craig. It's great to be back on your show. Um, I love it. I love talking to you. Uh, I'm really excited to, to dive deeper into this topic. Yeah, so now in our Taster episode, you talked about something that you considered to have been uh, an important mindset discovery of, of yours, which related to learning to differentiate yourself as a business owner, someone that's overseeing your operation as opposed to being a doer and a technician of your thing. But we also know that's only one of many important, crucial mindset discoveries you've made. But today we've, we've decided, didn't we, to dive a little deeper into the broader subject of mindset against the backdrop of the coronavirus epidemic and you know, noting, noting and acknowledging the fact that it, it's really thrown a lot of people, it, it's made, uh, you know, there's a lot of people are, are trying, trying to do what they're doing against a, a constant fear of, um, um, constant notion of fear or anxiety. And 
I know that you happen to have spoken a bit on this subject uh, uh, as regards to your own take on how to navigate these times from a mind mindset perspective. And I'd just love you to introduce some of your own thoughts on the subject because I, you know, I've caught you talking about some of this online and I found it fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're, you're right. It, and it's really helpful to do an episode like this against the backdrop of what's currently happening in the world uh, where there's so much fear, there's so much anxiety, and that is leaking and seeping into all areas of our lives. It's, 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 it's um, almost morphing from one part of our lives, lives to a totally unrelated other part of our lives. So it's really important to talk about. And I think the, the, the bottom line that I want to uh, just share on this is about control. Uh, and specifically something that I've learned about recently called your sphere of control. So if you imagine your life in a, in a circle and you know the, the all around that circle is various influences you know different different people different challenges different problems good good things as well as bad things and they're all trying to enter your your or your inner circle your sphere of control and it seems like a lot of us have taken for granted that actually we can and should control what we let into this this inner circle, uh, almost like just a, a bubble around you. Mm -hmm. In with what's going on in the world right now, the best way, and this doesn't this won't work for everyone, but it's a suggestion that I think if anyone listening to this is feeling anxiety, is feeling you know overwhelm or fear because of the, the crisis at the moment of coronavirus and everything that's come with it. Um, one thing that you can really uh, do to help yourself is to control what you let into your sphere of control. And the first thing you can, you can do is switch the news off. And that might sound really simple and really basic and not very you know, scientific or you know, it's, not, it's not NLP. It's not, you know, you're not going to hear that. You're not going to read that in a mindset book or anything like that. But it's real life actionable uh, things that will help you with your mindset and that is switch the news off or if you really want to put it in a, in a slightly more nlp type of term you know li limit what you're what you're consuming and what you're feeding your mind um the news what you have to recognize is the news has a purpose the news has the, it has the purpose of informing us of what's going on but as, as independent as new, the news channels are and as unbiased as they can be, it's their, it, it's their business model to keep you watching the news. Mm -hmm. You have to keep watching it for news to work and news to spread. Now, unfortunately, the old saying that, you know, bad news sells is, is very, very true. I've, seen so many posts online about people saying well all the news is focusing on at the moment is how many people have unfortunately died how many people have unfortunately been infected with coronavirus how many businesses have shut down how many people have lost their homes and become homeless how many um you know children have 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 had problems because they haven't been able to go to school 
how people haven't been able to pay their mortgage. You get the drift. It's mm. a constant slamming of negative information. You very, very rarely hear, oh, today, 100,000 people survived coronavirus or whatever the number is. I just made that number up. All you hear about is 800 and something people died. Now, I'm not, light, I'm not saying that that's, I'm not, I'm not making light of that situation at all. 800 and something people dying a day is absolutely terrible. And you know, we know there are, the, the, those 800 people are real people, real people's um, you know, husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, and so on. But what, I wanna, what I'm trying to get at is the, the, the news that is being fed to us across all devices, our TVs, our phones, our laptops, is designed to keep us in that news loop. One, because it's, uh, they want our attention, you know, and you may or may not want to believe various conspiracy theories about the news. But the second is more innocently, I guess, a commercial reason is they, they run ads. The news run ads every 15, 20 minutes as an advert break. Those advert, advertisers are paying for that advertising space for people like us to make sure we're watching those ads. So the news has to somehow keep you hooked into it in order to have more people see the ads in order to make more money from the advertisers because they can say, well, look, we have so many millions of people watching the news all day long. Mm -hmm. the, the problem is that we, go, we then go to bed at night with nothing but this constant barrage of bad news in our, in our subconscious. And then we're having bad dreams about things and then we're waking up a bit groggier than normal and we're, we're repeating that cycle. So the one thing that you can do right now to really help yourself and help your mindset is to limit your consumption of media. Why do you think, Craig, and for everyone listening to this in the UK or uh, you know, we'll, we'll relate to this more than anyone not in the UK, but our Thursday night, 8 p.m. clap for carers um, sort of campaign that's been happening for the last few weeks, it's, it's almost like the one bit of good news that, uh, that, that happens every single week. And everyone jumps on it and people love it. Absolutely love it because it's a bit of a, a break from the constant negativity. It's finally something a little bit positive, something where you can express gratitude, something where you, you know, it, it seems like a, like a, like a happier moment. Um, and, and that's what we need to introduce more of in our lives. I'm not saying you need to do you know, national campaigns of positivity, but, read more positive content. You know, if you're following um, news websites and what have you on social media, unfollow them and replace them with more positive pages and profiles to follow that are publishing more positive, uplifting content. And if you really must watch the news, have a window where you're watching the news once a day to, to be updated on what's happening in the world. Um, most of us, can figure out what's happening in the world with one viewing of the news because quite frankly it's the same thing all day long mm. um so so you know you don't have to watch every single news um, bulletin every on the hour every hour one one sitting essentially can can get your uh, all the information that you need uh, for, for that day I've yeah. personally, uh, I, I've, I've deleted all the news apps on my phone and I, I was that guy, you know, when I had some spare time, I'd open up the news app and see what's happening in the world, keep up to date with current affairs. And then, and then I sort of learned about this and I thought, well, actually I'm, I'm consuming things that are more negative than normal right now. Mm -hmm. um, 
but obviously I still want to be up to date. I don't want to be totally in the dark and live under a rock. So I'm going to limit my consumption to once a day. Um, and then what I found happening was I'd go two days, Craig, without even watching the news because it, I just consciously made, the, made a decision to not keep it on in the background at home whilst I work. And that's what was happening. The news was on in the background. <clears throat> I was trying to work and do positive things, but constantly the, my subconscious was being fed things about, you know, and I don't, again, I don't say this lightly. I say it with respect, but all I was hearing is about death and destruction and doom and gloom and how the economy is falling apart and the whole world is going to melt and, you know, people are going to lose their jobs and lose everything. And, and that's not just coming from the news readers who are journalists. It's coming from our leaders. It's coming from politicians. It's coming from world leaders. Now, you know, love them or hate them. Politicians have a place in our world, in our society, where we trust pretty much what they say in times of crisis. Yet they're coming out in a time of crisis saying, yes, we're all going to ha suffer and most of us will lose our jobs and our businesses and a whole bunch of us are going to die prematurely. And, you know, someone in your family might die before they should have died. Now, wow, how, how are you supposed to then you know, lift yourself? So by limiting your consumption of news and content and media, it's going to help you to focus on the things that you can control because we can't control coronavirus. <clears throat> we can't control any of these things. What we can control is the, the output that we um, are, 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 are creating for our businesses. We can focus on connecting with people and family and friends and so on. And you know, this is a great opportunity for anyone who is able to, to grow and build a business and work on their business whilst things are a little bit quieter than normal, to build connections with people that they wouldn't normally um, be able to speak to because this work gets in the way and life gets in the way. Everyone's at home right now, so it's not, not um, as difficult as it was before to, to call that person who you haven't spoken to for, for six months, but you've been meaning to even though you can't meet up with them, you know, technology has allowed us to, to feel more connected with people, even though we're now forcefully apart. So that's my, my, my big takeaway from this period that we're going through right now. And my, my one give back is, is that, that you know, control your sphere, uh, limit your consumption of media in order to help your, 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 your mind stay clear and uh, you know, somewhat positive. Well, I, for one, love that advice, and it's something that I actually do. And interestingly, uh, Suraj, you mentioned, oh, it's not NLP, but it, you saying that actually reminded me that the very first place and time that I heard the advice to, um, to eliminate mainstream news from, from your life was actually from Paul McKenna on stage at an NLP training in London in 1999. So maybe, um, um, so, you know, that's someone who, um, who's devoted his life to understanding uh, the power of the unconscious and, uh, and, and studied the importance of managing what goes in um, because of the because of the huge impacts that it can have on your mental well-being so so I, I, I love the fact that you you said it was 
it's not NLP because it reminded me of my very first NLP training in London. <laughs> I love it. Brilliant. Yeah, which which um, uh, one of the other trainers was actually Richard Bandler, one of the co-founders yes. of NLP. It was an amazing experience, life-changing for me. And I can tell you from personal experience that I've been through times in my life where I've eliminated news from, from my own cycle of consumption and yes. then I've let it back into my life and then I've let, then eliminated it again. And I, I, can, I know from personal experience um, just what a beneficial effect not allowing mainstream news into your life on a regular basis can, can actually have. So I can utterly endorse what you've just shared from personal experience. I've kept the news out of my life almost exclusively since the lockdown began and i can tell you i haven't missed anything the advice is still exactly the same <laughs> it was exactly yes so exactly. stay indoors uh, okay well i'll stay indoors you know it's um you know i i'm very fortunate that i'm not in one of those frontline services where mm. where you are required to go outside but for anyone that isn't in that position the advice is easy to follow it's really um, easy isn't it yeah or, or simple rather than easy perhaps yes yes um, yes you're right yeah so yeah so i love that now is there anything else that um the that you would like to add uh, as advice for maintaining our equilibrium in these you know what are you know we have to admit that you know they are challenging times it's you know it's not something that any of us have faced in our lifetimes we, we know that much yes i i think that the one thing i would add to that is now is a great opportunity to to return to basics so go back to basics and and to work on uh you know you why you're doing what you're doing why have you started a business why have you uh, gone down this route and really connect again with your why. And I know that's a, that's a massive subject and you can, mm. you can talk about that for, for hours on end, but, but really connect with your, your big why. What is your mission in your business? What is the purpose that you're feeling or that you maybe felt when you first started that has, uh, you know, been uh, diluted a little bit through over the years of working and going through the motions um, now is a great time to, to reassess why you're doing what you're doing and if this really is what you want to be doing. And what I've found is those people who are doing that and realizing that th this is, um, again, I say it with the most respect to everyone who, who's passed away and who's suffering from this, this mm -hmm. is just another blip in the world. And at some point, this will become history. And for those people who are clear and comfortable with their why and you know why they're doing what they're doing this is this is not the end of their journey this is simply a hurdle to get around and for me i was able to really reconnect with my why over the last month or so of of why i started my business which mm -hmm. was not you know and I, and when i say that i don't mean to to sell more websites or to sell graphic design services or to make more money or to do it. those are the those are the things that you end up doing in order to achieve your why but that's not your purpose in your business for me it was all about lifestyle and I, I can't remember Craig if we talked about this in our original episode about the corporate escape um, 
but you know my original why of why I left my corporate job and start my business was was for lifestyle reasons I, I wanted the lifestyle out of it I never wanted the millions of pounds in profits that 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 that's that sort of stuff wasn't my my big motivator for me it was actually and ironically to be able to work from home whenever I wanted to <laughs> to be able to be able to work from you know wherever I wanted whether that was home or Starbucks or in a, an airport lounge on the way to, 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 to going somewhere abroad, which I've done many times over the years, or to, to sign up to a co-working space or a flexible office and, and, and take my laptop and work from there for a few few days or uh, a few days a week or a few, few weeks at a time. So for me, it's all about lifestyle. And that hasn't fundamentally changed um, in terms of the grander scheme of things. So, you know, focus on your why. If you want to get really deep, Something that my my personal trainer talks about a lot is figure out your why behind your why. So you know what's your real goal? What's your real intention and your real motivations in life? Um, reassess those things. Work on your goals. Work on yourself right now. Um, and you know the, the the ultimate mindset hack or the mindset fix for me is to make sure you're working a little bit on on at least four of the main areas of your life, one being your body, which is your physical health. Um, and that includes doing a little bit of training and exercise because that's good for your, your, your physical health as well as your mental health, but also what you're feeding your body. You know, make sure you're not eating pizzas three times a week and takeaways and all this sort of junk food. It's just not good for you. So look after your, your diet as well because that will, believe it or not, um, impact your mindset as well it, it's not your eating food is not just for your physical uh benefit it's for for your mental benefit as well because if you're fueling yourself with good healthy food you'll feel good inside which will translate into a healthy mindset the second area of your life being your you know, your spirituality whether you're religious or you believe in god or you don't you know, some higher power or the law of attraction whatever it is you know now's the time to connect with that the third being your, your balance in your life, so your, your kids, your partner, your husband, your wife, your parents, you know, your, your best friends, create, just work, create on, on building those relationships and, and uh, strengthening those relationships. And the fourth is your business and you know, how you make your money. Now's a great time to learn things, learn new skills, learn how to do something that you, you didn't know how to do before and teach someone else how to do it. So you know, th those are the sort of four main areas of, of our lives. I think if you work on a little bit every day, your mindset will, your mindset can't help but improve. I love that. It's great advice. And I, I, I'm, I'm feeling compelled right now to draw our listeners' attention to uh, one aspect to, that you talked about there. And that was to do with watching what you put into your body and so I, I, I really, really want to tell our listeners that Siraj was actually featured in Men's Health magazine here in the UK for a body transformation process that he went through where he lost 25 kilograms of weight. And that was part of a very intense, intense period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd like, I'd love for you to share a little bit about that journey that you went on uh, and the specific benefits that you accrued from that. Yeah, absolutely. So, like you said, it was an intensive body transformation journey that I went on. I lost, you know, twenty-five kilograms of weight. I was, uh, you know, 
massively out of shape before and um what i what, what i learned through that process were the parallels between going through a, a body transformation and you know, going from being you know, very unhealthy and clinically obese to uh, being in, in, in such good shape that you get featured in magazines for it. Um, the, 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 the journey was one which I could draw a lot of parallels between your physical um, transformation and a business transformation. There are things like making sure you, you know your goal, make sure you, you know where you're going, because otherwise you're just aiming around one, uh, you're, you're aiming around the gym, for example, aimlessly. You're, you're wandering around the gym aimlessly, I should say. Same in business. If you don't have a goal in business, you know, you're mm. kind of wandering around aimlessly in business. You don't know what your financial goal is, what your, you know, what, what's the point of, of doing things if you don't know where you're going. And it's similar to, you know, when we're allowed to leave our, our house again, um, if you want to go somewhere, you kind of need to know where you're going before you leave your house. Otherwise, you're going to end up walking the streets with nothing to do. So in, 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 in business, you need that, that target. I also learned about how important it was to, um, to, to have a coach and, and have that accountability. Same in business. You, know, you, you don't know everything yourself. You might need to ask someone for some help along the way. Same in a physical transformation. I didn't know how, which protein powder to have or what to do in the gym. I needed a coach to tell me that sort of stuff. Um, so loads of parallels like that I learned. But ultimately, and again, this comes from from my trainer, is this concept of that the physical is simply the vehicle to a better mindset. So you know, there's there's that old saying: "Fix your body, fix your mind," and that's a, a similar similar sort of concept. Your physical being is simply a vehicle to your mindset improvements, to your mindset transformation, which in turn can transform all other areas of your life as well, you know, your, including your business. So, so that's really what that journey was about. And all of those benefits I got from it were unplanned. You know, I didn't know that by going through such an extreme, um, by such, going through such an extreme body transformation, that I would have such an extreme business transformation and such an extreme, uh, just, just mindset transformation all around. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a fascinating journey. And on my, on my blog, on my website, I, there's a whole case study. Anyone can go and read. It also talks about, you know, how to, how to stay fit and mindful for entrepreneurs when you're traveling or you know, if you don't want to go to the gym, how you can stay, stay fit without going to the gym. Uh, but specifically about my case study, it's it's all there on on my blog. So I'd love for anyone to go and go and have a little read. Brilliant. So before I invite you to introduce your website to our listeners, I just want to uh, ask you one further question about um, what you talked about there. And you talked about the body transformation delivering. Uh, transformation in your business as well. What sort of benefits did that bring for you in business? It, it gives you a lot of focus and discipline to go through a body transformation at the level that I did. Now you don't have to go through it at the level and intensity and the extreme level that I did. Um, but the way it benefits your business is you have to have a certain degree of discipline, self-control, desire, ambition to, to, to go through a body transformation like that. Now, surprise, surprise, in business, you also need a certain level of self-discipline, self-control, discipline, 
ambition, desire, and all the same things that you need in your body transformation. And sometimes mm -hmm. it takes a physical non-business activity for you to wake up and recognize that and realize that, oh, hang on, it's the same thing I need to do in my business. I need to be consistent. You know, you're not going to get a six pack in six days. You're not going to get the body of your dreams in, in, two, in two weeks or in two months. You need to be consistent and ruthlessly consistent for a long period of time, sometimes without results. And that's where most entrepreneurs fail. They'll, they think they're being consistent. And six months later, they haven't made, you know, hundreds of thousands of pounds. And they think, well, this doesn't work. Let me, let me, let me do something else. And that's, that's where most people fail. It's the people who keep going to the gym, whether that's the gym in, 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 in the real world gym or it, the gym, the, the, the proverbial gym for business, keep going, keep turning up, even if it hurts, even if you're not seeing the results as fast as you thought they would come, even if you're failing sometimes, even if, dare I say, you get injured and you can't go, that's what happened to me. You know, four months into my, my training, my appendix burst and um, I, I, I was out of action for six weeks, but straight back on it afterwards when I, when I was fit enough to do so, rather than use that as a, as a excuse to give up and say, well, this, this wasn't meant to be, keep going. So those are the, that's what I really learned about business and the impact it had on my business. It gave me more discipline. It gave me more creativity. It gave me more, more ambition uh, and, and hunger to succeed there because I was physically feeling much better. Wow. What a fabulous exploration. And we've, we've dipped into so many aspects of, uh, of mind mastery. It's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, Siraj. So, um, before we wrap things up, it, it's that time that we that we give to our guests to share how people can find you online. And you talked about your blog and your body transformation and the, the fact that people can find that on your website. So do, please, Siraj, go ahead and tell people where to find that website. Yeah, so the best place to find me and to read uh, this content is on my personal website, which is www surajsoda.com brilliant surajsoda.com and where else can people find you online if they want to um, they can of course find me on the usual social networks uh, my favorite at the moment is instagram uh, but of course on all the usual uh, networks i'm on linkedin facebook um, as you know craig and the entrepreneur jam business class group on facebook is where i spend most of my time on facebook so i'd love, love for anyone to get involved and if you have any questions, then uh, by all means, you know, reach out to me and I'm, I'm more than happy to help anyone uh, who, who needs a, a guide to, uh, to something that I can maybe help them with. Well, Siraz, thank you so much. That was a really fun journey, winding journey we went on there. It was absolutely brilliant. I love spending time chatting with you it, and, and it did not disappoint once again. So... Sirad Soda, thank you so much for joining us on the Corporate Escape Plan. And I'm really looking forward to bringing you back again in the not too distant future. Thanks, Craig. I really appreciate uh, you having me on your show again. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful. Cheers. Thank you so much.